0: Before we begin today's episode, we have our patrons over at Patreon. They are Aperba, Nate Hansen of Hansen Screenprinting, Andy Herbrandt, Lauren L., Paul Campaneshi, Kelby Goodman, Greg Wallen, Zach Duran, Daniel, and Kara Lighting. Thank you guys so much for supporting our podcast. Now
1: on to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to the Thunderdome. Just kidding. This is Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast, your weekly dose of the dairy state. We're back at it. I am Eric. And I'm Russ. And today we are talking about another common thing that you see pretty much everywhere all over the world. Yeah. And it was developed here in our state, Wisconsin, and we couldn't be more happy or proud.
0: Yeah. What are these phallic things we see on the farm? What are they called?
1: Well, it is uh, a whole episode about silos. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Yeah.
0: (laughs) About the round silo. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I bet you never thought you'd be listening to a podcast about a round silo that looks like a big old tall Hummer. <laughs> a big old Rock Johnson, a fucking boss hog. Yeah, uh, <laughs> nice stiff, Roxon, <laughs> Rock, rock <laughs> Hudson. Um, a jock Roxon. Uh, yo, <laughs> nice beef Rock Bone, buddy. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna be talking about that. Uh, the whole uh, design and the history of that. Uh, we also have great Wisconsin music from Socially Suspect. Oh yeah, totally. Thriller,
0: streets, yo.
1: Uh, we have another beer review, uh, and of course, why would we even bother putting these microphones so close to our mouths if we weren't going to do the infamous? Yeah, how many locos, yeah? Ah, ah, right here, bro. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> Go time. Um, but anyway, so we are going to do a, how many locals you had segment on here too. Uh, we skipped this on the last one. We did actually. And you know what? I think from now on, we probably will just skip that portion of it. Uh, I'll do it for right now. I'll do it right now, but you know, uh, go to our website, wisconsindrunkenhistory.com. You're not going to find, um, a lot of really cool stuff there, but you'll find some stuff there. And there's some,
0: I think there's some pretty cool stuff. I, yeah. I mean,
1: like, some of it, like... I don't you, even think <laughs> I've posted the last, like, four episodes if, on there. So. If, you,
0: if you guys buy, like, a sick fucking pillow for your living room, like go right ahead oh but as like, far as the, I don't know why there's the some stuff, stuff on there but yeah. like I mean the t-shirts are pretty cool I mean I yeah. think there's even
1: freaking panties on there and I think some of you actually got some of the limited merch that we have with uh Nate Hansen over at Hanson oh Screen did they? Printing. I, I um, want to get
0: the blaze orange hat still
1: yeah I really do for hunting I'm gonna get, get the full year. setup. are yeah. you you're gonna get the full blaze yeah I'm Hell gonna yeah, get the man. blaze shirt blaze hat let me just be blazing blaze it out oh
0: Ready to hunt yeah. some durs? I'm ready.
1: <laughs> some durs, but yeah. So uh, our our website has all the uh, information on there about uh, uh, how to become a, a Patreon supporter. About uh, it has some some episodes. <laughs> like I said, I don't think I've posted the last like three or four. Oh, that's all right. Um, very easy to do and I just uh, haven't gotten around to it but
0: we were just talking too we like lost some Patriot I mean we must have said something to piss some people off I think
1: also too I mean we we
0: do spout some shit out of our mouth yeah
1: and I think also you know sometimes uh you know, people run into hard times too. Yeah, so, and we
0: were never about the money in the first place, so we don't really care. No, and first. and you it's know, it's more just two
1: dudes hanging out, talking shit. It's it was kind of like a you know we we listen to podcasts ourselves all all throughout the week. We have the uh, the podcasts that we consider you know ourselves to be fans of and stuff, and we hear them doing this uh, Patreon thing all the time, and we decided you know a couple of years ago to, to launch one. Uh, without really ever even thinking about what we would do, uh, you know, even in like the, the label of the different tiers that are available, it says like, hey, you'll get exclusive content, and shit, and I mean, we tried that for a little while, but it's it's, it's so, just so hard. It's for so us. hard to. I know. I mean, even when you go on vacation or something, uh, to to just relax and have fun instead of thinking about how to record you know and, and what you're going to get audio wise out of something and let's and, be
0: honest I don't want to be an influencer anyways I don't want anyone I don't, to live the life I'm living no. and I you know
1: <laughs> as much as as much as you know we are kind of public figures if you will um I do have that like fear that like you know somebody somebody's gonna walk up to me and be like oh no I know you from that thing and it's like uh, I don't know what to do. I mean, I never, I've only I never had that happen a couple
0: it. times because of the podcast, which I thought was really weird and uh – one was actually somebody um, in northern Milwaukee had stopped me and uh, they worked at the hospital. Okay. And they're like oh I listen to your show every day. I'm like holy crap like somebody actually listens to this stuff. Yeah and <laughs> like, recognizes me. It's crazy like the number of people that listen to our show is, is pretty amazing. Great,
1: great following yeah for sure. Uh, I think more than we ever even imagined. I mean from starting um, from like a
0: grassroots operation to like this. I mean, which it's... we never
1: really had uh, a whole lot of expectations anyway. We were just like let's just do this. But then to, to know that there's you know thousands thousands of people yeah, listening, exactly. uh, is, is kind of neat. Uh, but again, I, you know, I, I still don't really know how to handle, uh, anybody talking to me that, that listens to the show. Um, it, it, sometimes it just catches me off guard. And so yeah, I, so sure. I apologize for being a weirdo if that, if that is how it comes across. We've had some really awesome, uh, interactions though. Um, oh yeah, we have. I mean, obviously, uh, Aperba is, uh, uh I mean, incredible.
0: And we owe a lot to Greg lately. He's oh, Greg been like just been, giving us like locals articles, like mad. Yeah,
1: Any, any of these local articles in like the last probably 10 or 15 episodes. He they, has they, been they,
0: like hooking us up. It's Greg. And we like literally, we, I, I listen to like the the radio or check the local newspapers all the time to find yeah. these things. But he like somehow found the jackpot. The honey Of The
1: treasure trove of uh, drunken misfits. And he somehow found them all. And he sent us... Two emails with, like, I pro- I'm not even kidding, probably close to 50 or 60, like, articles. He's
0: Dude, he's so, been our macho man that we needed.
1: Yeah, he literally top roped the long. shit out of Oh, hell of yeah. Local, he dropped local. some
0: goddamn bowls yeah. on the article. Hell in a Cell. <laughs>
1: ah, mankind. Ah. Ah. The Rock Johnson. Ah. Rey Mysterio. Ah. <laughs> Ricky. Dragon. Steamboat. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, thank you to uh, to Greg. He's, he's been a, a phenomenal uh, listener uh, and supporter. We've got to come team. up with a cool
0: wrestling name for Greg. He has yeah. an awesome last name, Whalen. Like, yeah, he does. I'm whaling yeah. on your ass, bro. If we're even pronouncing yeah, I know. that right.
1: I think it's Whalen, right? It sounds like it. It looks okay. like it. Uh, but, you know. That'd be a badass wrestling would name. would be the first thing we've totally just botched on this whole thing.
0: Greg will be whaling on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Open up a Greg Whalen can of shit.
1: <laughs> Probably don't take mine because 'cause I'm not very good at it, but WrestleMania over here. Oh yeah, brother. This guy'll fucking <laughs> chop down your tree or something. What was the one I'll, I'll give know. you a dick bruiser.
0: Yeah. Whatever the hell it was. Punch of the boner straight on we yeah. talked about <laughs> a dick bruiser, Gosh. yeah Pops out the
1: back or whatever. <laughs> man, sometimes I do wish that we had a camera going in here because um Some of the shit when like music is playing and we're just like kind of sitting here listening to the song. It gets wild in here. It gets kind of dumb. It is dumb. I try sometimes just to make Russ laugh when he's trying to read shit. Which you know, another thing. If you do, if you do hear him make some sort of mistake or something, I would say a good six times out of ten, it's probably because I just drew like a boner or something. (laughs) Yeah. Just funny shit. A giraffe with just a really long, you know, just (laughs) shotter just, (laughs) and, and, uh, and I'm just trying to make him fuck up even though it's It's a podcast and we don't want to fuck up, but you know, Sometimes I just like
0: it. I kind of like how we have like a free thing going (laughs) here though. Like it's, it is really laid back and it's like, it's like two guys communicating in the, in or like a group of people communicating in a driveway drinking beers.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of what we, how we wanted, anyways. I I was just going to say, I think one of the original ideas was, Hey, why don't we set up some microphones like in our garage while we're, you know, doing projects or, or doing something and just record what we see. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let there be like a fly on the wall recording all the dumb shit that we're doing. But Yeah.
0: I mean, like, to be honest, like, I do dumb shit all the time. Like, I am
1: really sarcastic
0: and I do dumb shit all the time, say stupid stuff, just because I, I, it's kind of like, sometimes I have to control, like, the things I think about, because it's like, dude, you can't say that, but I do. Well, that's the problem. Right, (laughs) right.
1: We do have a filter, obviously. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, some of the things that we, like, I think last episode, for sure, I was about to say something and I had convinced myself to Do it.
0: not do that. No, I convinced oh, you myself d- you
1: to d- do it. And then <laughs> still somehow the filter came out and was like, Nope, sew that jaw shut, you were done, you're not gonna say it. Yeah, that. for sure. But it was you know, it was one of those things, it's not like it's it's not uh, I don't think it would have gotten anybody canceled, but it would it would just not have been funny. I don't think to anybody else other than you and I. Yeah. So then no. I was like, you know what? I'm not only here to make Russ laugh. I, I do like that, and I and I obviously if I can make my you know my best friend laugh, that'd be funny. But at the same time, there's some stuff that like I'll just tell him after the mics are done. Yeah, I mean because... between me and him, between
0: me and him, there's really no limits on the comedy we talk about. Like oh, there no. really isn't. Like we make like we make fun of each other sometimes too. Like oh, to be 100%. honest, yeah, all the time. It's just like it's it's sarcasm, and I think we're just the, like
1: at the end of that last episode. You said something about sucking old dogs off, or yeah, something sucking and, on an old dog. I mean, I and there you was were like la- you a, were like
0: trying not to laugh. There, there was, was probably a
1: solid twenty minutes after we stopped recording that I was just like, Jesus Christ!
0: You just said sucking off an old dog <laughs> instead of an old style. <laughs> and we just kept
1: talking about friends and <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, how bad really, the show is. But. but now, really quick, before we go any further, yeah, can yeah. you even hear out of your headphones?
0: I can not hear out of my left ear, but my left ear is aft.
1: Oh, so but it, it's, it's, good. it's more of an ear problem, not it a headphone is. problem.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, I was having an issue with my line on the one episode a little bit, so okay. I just kept talking. I mean, you, did, you didn't say anything, and I could still know what i I could hear myself. Yeah, so
1: like, I was just wondering, because, you know, we do yeah, have yeah. another pair of headphones. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Cost was kind enough to send us three so we do have a spare uh just in case you need yeah thanks again it's um, been
0: so cool how many friends we've made like, and, like other I just companies can't
1: costs i
0: know and bands and like companies that we've talked to yeah. like just the reach the outreach has been awesome. sent
1: us headphones i know and stickers like and dollars a, a piece
0: and a handwritten letter yeah that like we they still took have the time
1: that we still have in the studio right up there remember right we over were- by uh um the mm-hmm. honey goats uh, album. We've got the Valley Week that you know we had uh, been a, a part of and a sponsor. Um, we have a street name, Wisconsin Drunken History Pod. Um, we got a we third have, place signs in here. Oh, we like, have the uh, the Giannis uh He's hoisting the trophy with my game six ticket. Um, oh, the Duncan Yo-Yos. Did you say Yo-Yos? I, I don't know if I said the Yo-Yos, okay. but yeah, when we talked about Duncan, I remember yep. that. Yeah, man. So I mean, this this little studio space, even though it's nothing really to to. You know, nothing really to look at. We've got some cool gems down here that we really enjoy. From our friends. Oh, the third space sign you said, yeah.
0: From, from like, all our friends that we've made. It's just (sighs) incredible, man. And I'm really glad that I made friends from this, and, you know, it's cool. I love hearing from you guys. Like, we love the feedback. I love when you guys send emails and, like, messages over. Oh, hell, yeah. Just even for suggestions or, like, even the critique. Like, that's cool. Like, we're cool with that. Yeah, like, you guys are fucking stupid. Nice
1: job, though. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. I'm yeah, pretty all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've pretty much nailed our podcast in a yep. fucking nutshell. You're an idiot, but you do a good podcast. Nice yeah, job. for sure. Um, so, Russ, back to the the idea of the episode here. Round silos. Yeah. Um, are we talking about like the big, tall? They're probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like a hundred feet, hundred twenty feet. Yeah, tall, I mean, some. Of, this,
0: that, that's what we're talking about, though. Yeah, like this, a grain silo, the round silo. And the development nice. of the round silo, and uh, we're going to go into the reasons why it became kind of the, the staple of modern farming.
1: Okay, I, I don't even know if I'm ready for this, but I'm but I'm so going to jump. I'm going to jump in with you.
0: So if you've driven uh, throughout the world or even on the countryside, you're going to see a silo, right? That phallic thing sticking up out of the ground looks like a big old cock, a big old J, <laughs> if you will.
1: The, I think it's, there's one on the side for like the the Woodman's logo. There is, yeah. like a big silo. Yeah, even the uh, fleet... looks very dick-like.
0: The Fleet Farm has one, too. Fleet Farm. It's a big orange tip. Yep. Orange tipper. The old orange tip. (laughs) Giving her the old orange, eh? Giving her the
1: old orange Roman helmet. But
0: did you actually know that the round silo design was developed here in Wisconsin? I didn't. So, born on June 8th of 1848 near Whitewater, Wisconsin, Franklin Hiram King would go on to develop one of the most iconic inventions for the farm of all time. King first worked for uh Wisconsin geological survey team uh, from 1873 to 1876 while teaching at River Falls State Normal
1: School. Oh, wow.
0: Along with his wife, Carrie Baker, he developed some of the first large-scale relief maps for use in physio- physiography and meteorology. Uh, he would actually go on to teach then at the University of Wisconsin in 1888, where he worked in the College of Agriculture. And during his time, he would discover that rectangular silos and corn cribs, uh, many of the crops would remain inside and get stuck in the corners and eggs, sure. rot, causing mice and rat infestations. Right, right. And so he decided in uh, 18, uh, 1889, the development of the round silo would probably help solve a lot of the issues we're having with. Uh, I mean, moving everything.
1: Gravity's amazing, right? Yeah, let it do its job.
0: And this would be like probably one of the greatest lead ups to modern farming farming and the tower silos, which we're talking about. The big, big dogs. Yeah, yeah. The hefty J's.
1: The old bigums. The hefties. The old magnums. The
0: boss hogs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so based on this
0: innovation and design, many architects actually saw the benefits of the design and uh, influenced many people, including Frank Lloyd Wright, who was cited as finding influence in the geometric forms of, uh, from King's Design, who was also a UW-Madison student at the time. There you go. And besides the use in silos, round barns were designed based on the knowledge and some of the and some of them exist around the world today. So the round barn, another You're still thing. still going to see it. Yep. Yeah. So there's not very many round barns in Wisconsin. There's a few of them that I know of. Um, I think Tenike, out oh, by Broadhead, is a round barn. There's hmm. one if you go out to the um, old world Wisconsin. Round they moved barns, one. huh? Yeah. Round barns and that's, uh yeah that's pretty cool. yeah so with the round barn they actually could withstand stronger winds they had greater structural integrity and provided more space and storage for the farmer that makes a lot of sense yeah it really does that's i mean a it's good a good a pretty simple design and um they didn't need a lot of beam support because the building supported itself because of the way that it was in like moving towards itself
1: right right so they didn't need as much beam support as much
0: wood to build these things either gosh darn yeah, dang.
1: Son of a bee.
0: Son of a biscuit. Why did I think of yeah, that?
1: Yeah, well, let me sit down in my rocking chair real quick.
0: And besides the round silo, uh, this man also made improvements to modern farming, such as the gravity system ventilation for dairy barns. That's
1: what I said, gravity. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. Let it, it really what it is. wants to do.
0: And uh, they were used in many of the uh, original farm designs in uh, Wisconsin until the development of the electrical blowers, and uh, which we see the main form of ventilation today, the big, yeah. big fans on the side of the barns. Mm-hmm. King also made improvements um, where he studied soils for, uh, agronomy. And, and agronomy, yeah. yeah. And he was head of the Division of uh, manage, uh, Soil Management from 1901 to 1904 and published one of the early soil manuals called The Soil in 1895. And this book was translated into many languages and was used extensively in China where it was adapted and used by many farmers and educators of the time as kind of the early agronomy.
1: That's boss, field. dude.
0: Yeah, this guy is boss. He's King, dude. Frank Hiram King. He's you know? like
1: the smartest guy uh, about barns and soil. Yeah. Cool. I think
0: you'd find this entertaining, didn't <laughs> I?
1: But I just thought it was really uh, really fascinating that the- I'll be honest with you, man. I think I just soiled my fucking shorts. Dude, I got a round silo in my drawers right now. Yeah, gotta yeah. got, I'm packing a happy I just crapped heat. out a log. <laughs> Looks put... like a silo. <laughs> and let me tell you uh, right now, so a funny
0: silo story. Um, if you're ever driving uh, towards Madison on the freeway, there's a farm. Um, it's a big silo. You can't miss it. It Usually has a big fucking pumpkin on top of
1: it. You're gonna have to be more specific.
0: I can't think of the name. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's Myers Pumpkin Farm or one of them, but they usually have a big fucking pumpkin on top of their silo. Is it? You can see but, it from the road. It's, it's huge.
1: From, on uh, on. Uh, um, coming at a uh, not twenty six. Oh, so like okay, like fort like almost like fort or johnson creek area or something like that uh
0: no i think it'd be i'm trying to think of what it would be considered it's kind of in between madison and janesville okay when you're taking the freeway north i'll look
1: for it you normally see it
0: but the thing is this this thing every fucking year i see it like it'll be up there for a couple months the wind will take it'll be smashed on the ground every (laughs) fucking year (laughs) it's like
1: what a bunch of idiots.
0: Yeah, I don't know I don't know how you're going to solve that issue, man. That pumpkin is not aerodynamic. No. uh, uh-uh. And I think... Uh, I see it every year, though. I'm like, dude, that pumpkin's up. I'll go back a month later, the sucker will be cracked on the ground in like down. 17 pieces. It's like, shit.
1: I mean, what are you going to do? Um, you know what you
0: got to do, though? If you want a pumpkin on there, just get a domer for your silo and paint the pumpkin face on the dome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. At least
0: that way it's like part of the silo.
1: Yeah. And you wouldn't risk uh, losing it. Because I can't imagine
0: that thing's cheap to fix. No. And I don't actually know the name of the pumpkin farm. I just thought it was, might have been Meyers Pumpkin Farm or something like that. But you kind of feel bad because like, they, they yeah. take their time to put that thing up there. And literally a month later, that sucker's toppled and cracked into 17 pieces. Exactly.
1: So. It, 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 you just feel like they're wasting mm-hmm. their damn time. And you, now you, you want to help. You know, hey, let's innovate something a little bit here, and uh, we'll get you one that or doesn't Fill it with sand or something, every, or concrete
0: year. or something, so it stays up there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what
1: the answer is, guys. I'll tell you what it isn't. Uh, don't put it back. Don't put it back. <laughs> yeah. And it smashes every time. Yeah. I,
0: I, I just thought that was kind of a funny saddle story. And actually, um, is it the Culver's Barn? Have you ever drove past that? No. You haven't? Where the blue, blue barn with the Culver's logo on it? I don't think so. I don't remember where that's at, but I remember driving past it somewhere in our state.
1: No, but I do. You know, obviously, uh, uh, um, I have you know some some history of some cool silos and some cool barns and stuff. Uh, uh, I know my uncle is a, a, a barn kind of photographer. Uh, he likes going and finding these ones that are, you know, pretty dilapidated. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, definitely losing their shit. But you know what? Always what what in, intrigues me, I guess, the most um, is thinking of the history of the place you know for sure oh yeah for sure you know a hundred years ago what did that barn do and what did it look like and and who were the people that were going in and out of it and that's what i love is is thinking about the fact that that once uh was a a very important integral uh piece of of that farm oh for sure you know
0: yeah, and then I was going to ask you too. Maybe you know the history of the one um, kind of by your mom's house. That oh, silo that always had the cool like highlight painted. old style. No, it was an old style logo on it. No yeah. way, that's even cooler. Yeah,
1: by the Walworth uh, Inn. Uh, it was an old style logo on that it was one. Was an old style. What was that used yeah. for? Do
0: you know? Do you happen to know? I was wondering. It's always been there. No, it's right I, by that bar. That little like.
1: And that's the thing is that there's no farm. Uh on that property. Across the street, there's you know, the the two big farms, uh, but there isn't like a farm on, on our side of the street, I don't think. And and I don't I don't remember that there ever was. Um, but I'd imagine, yeah, it was just maybe the remnants, a leftover. I just always thought it was cool because you drive farm. past and
0: they like sometimes they'd repaint the old style logo on there too, so it yeah. looked really nice and sharp. I'm like, damn, yeah. that's sweet.
1: I did have a friend once who graffitied it, uh and told me about it.
0: Was it a was it a D? no no he
1: actually tried to do like a tag like his name Oh, okay okay not his name but like whatever you know taggers go by different names or whatever um and and i think he was learning how to do that and how to spray paint and like uh (laughs) what a dick but yeah totally and and then you know he told me about it and i was like come on what is that about don't spray paint a silo bro come on so but yeah the old style one uh uh that's anytime anybody says anything about like a silo the the first one that comes to mind is the one that was right at the end of my road yeah forever i think
0: one of the directions when we first started hanging out like oh i'm by the old style silo i knew exactly where that
1: was if you go by the school and then if you get to the silo you got to take the right on that one
0: yeah i (laughs) I knew exactly where that i knew where that was for
1: sure because we lived on opposite sides of the the town yeah you You were on the far side of uh you were on the south side of elkhorn and i was on the north side of elkhorn so it was it was easy to find that's for sure
0: but no i I just thought it was really fascinating that the round silo that we see you know probably the most iconic farm piece was developed here in wisconsin i was just gonna say
1: at one point they didn't have it and somebody from our state decided i gotta i gotta figure this out i gotta innovate i gotta be smart and do smart things and put together this better thing that's awesome to me yeah i thought it was fascinating i hope you guys did too all right, so now on to our Wisconsin music segment and once again we have some uh, some amazing music uh, makers out of the Milwaukee area, right? Yeah and uh, this band is called socially Suspect and uh the way that I would sort of explain to somebody about you know what I'm hearing the influences and stuff, certainly that like, Remember the Tony Hawk era uh, pop oh, punk yeah, and sure. punk?
0: That alternative kind of... Like uh, lag wagony y yeah, like uh, the grunge-ish. Yeah.
1: Grunge-esque, I guess, post-grunge. And then I also get a very like early No Doubt vibe for some reason. You either.
0: know what I was thinking of when we listened to it is like, the Boss Distortion pedal, the first one I ever had, the yeah. orange one. It DS, reminds me of that because that was like one of the first ones they use in a lot of those bands. Boss
1: DS-1. That was
0: like the legendary pedal. When you first get orange. that- When you first get that and you start playing, you're like, God damn. Yep. This is amazing.
1: Yeah, that one was orange and then they had the Metal Zone, which was like a white pedal.
0: Was it the black with the white lettering? I think it was it? White, white with red. White with red. Okay. I, I can't
1: think. remember. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um but those early on pedals that that shaped your whole, you know, before
0: life. I could afford a tube screamer, right? Like, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. a tube
1: screamer, TS eight oh eight or TS nine, because
0: I couldn't afford those. Uh, and which one's better? I think I found a, a used Boss uh, distortion pedal. I think it was like thirty bucks. It yeah. was like the first one I had.
1: I had uh, the TS mini.
0: Oh, the TS mini. Nice. Remember
1: uh, when you and I jammed again uh, with? Um, with Sam and Mike at your house in Janesville, and you and I were both on guitar. Um, I brought over my big Fender bass breaker, uh, whatever, 200 or something, whatever, monster ass thing. And then you had your monster ass Vox. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we were both uh, uh, playing through, you know, a Fender guitar. Uh, I forget what, what I had at the time, but you were playing your sick ass telly. And I was, I think I was playing a strat of some sort. But anyway. Um, that was what I had going through that bass breaker was just a, a tube screamer mini. Oh yeah, they never loved the tone of it because I feel like that pedal. Here we are talking about guitar tone. Yeah, and shit. sorry guys. <laughs> um, but I feel like the guitar tone gets uh, thin when you put it through the the mini for some reason.
0: Yeah, no, I think these guys like kind of nailed the, the oh. sound,
1: the distortion guitar. Uh, like I said, I, I just everything about it kind of just brings me back to like. Tony Hawk's Pro skate. Oh hell yeah, uh, man. And, and Matt I, still Hawkman, listen, BNX. I still
0: listen to I still listen to Lagwagon a yeah. lot. Oh fuck. Which yeah. is weird, but like or um, one of the Ernie's, some yeah. of the other ones.
1: Who did um, uh, um And Everything Turns Grey? Oh, I don't remember. Oh uh, yeah, it turns grey is the song. Uh I'll I'll think of it No cigar Melancholy. No cigar by Millencolan. yeah. and Collin. Oh, yep. Yeah.
0: Man, I used to rock the hell out of that. Fuck yeah, dude. They had that like... whole album. Yeah. I still do somewhere
1: laying around. And like I said, this kind of just brings me back to that. And then, like I said, the early No Doubt stuff, too. Uh, For sure. For some reason, it's just it's kind of fast paced. I feel like there's some upstrokes uh, on guitar. So I I, like I think maybe that's where I'm, I'm grabbing that. You know what, Tony Hawk, it really got me into local music, though. Yeah. Like that's sure. what I really got
0: into. I started going to more shows. I really found this one band and I don't remember where they're from called the fags, but they're awesome. Like they were they're great. incredible.
1: Yeah. I remember you, you showed me them, uh, you know, obviously almost 20 years ago or whatever it was, but man, they were great. We had, and, and like you said, I think, um, skate videos like, uh, the promotional skate videos you'd buy at, uh, at, uh, torque center and all that shit. um, you know, by your favorite company. So like one of my favorite shoe companies was S and, uh, um, they had a really good, uh, skate video called manic Maddie. Uh, that oh, was, was, that was amazing. amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, um, flip had sorry and uh, uh i always
0: wore the etnies i've i love those. you were shoes. a big fan and you had dc a lot i had too, dc's too because they were cheap. before they were because i was broke dude yeah like D- dc like the low-end dcs were cheaper than yeah. any other shoes you also had osiris i had osiris a couple times they were yeah. like their hand-me-downs yeah but yeah. they were already
1: beat the shit so. that's true <laughs> i actually bought a couple pairs of shoes from your cousin yeah, that's uh, right. after he had already, you know, kick flipped the shit out of him. Yeah, the toes had brick glued and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, shoe gooed to hell. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, th- this that's what's so cool about this uh, song and this band is that it just it brings me back to these cool memories that Russ and I can now share. Yeah, uh, about skating over at Tash and, and just, you know, being, uh, you know, degenerate losers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sm- smoking pot when we were kids, yeah, dude. you know. But uh, Sick this backpack is backpack
0: for the weed, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Am
1: a Tony Hawk,
0: shitty backpack. A couple shitty warm beers in your backpack, yeah. You? Like
1: shook to hell.
0: Oh, just beat the piss because you, you, you had wrote you it there the whole way. You rode it there <laughs> yeah. and you crack, and it foams all over your head Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. cops are right across the street. So you being of a, a little bitch. fucking angsty, dick. Yeah, like
1: um. But yeah, this that's that's exactly what uh, this band does. So we're gonna jump right in here. Socially suspect, in the song is six to two. That was socially suspect. That was good. Six to two and I feel uh, like grabbing
0: my board and going ride.
1: I know, man. Mine's right over there. I'm ready to rock. Oh
0: hell yeah, I got one too.
1: Hell yeah, don't I can't do this crazy shit though anymore. Oh, no. I'm getting older, dude. I can barely ride I, the fucking. I did thing.
0: a six tier like a week ago. I'm like my legs still hurt. Dude. Like just I feel like death.
1: I don't even think at my best I could do a six stair. I think at my best I could do like well, a two or three. I
0: did the one at the the Beloit skate park. Yeah. Just to, I thought I was like still tough. Oh my god! And I landed and I'm like I'm like oh fuck everything just blew out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This sucks ass. You fucking Aaron Rodgers. But then yourself, I was doing dude. like little small board slides and stuff. You know, just like easy stuff after that. Getting like, back oh, into shit. it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it was cool, man. I mean, I was I was I'm happy to hear that, dude. I hope if they got they'll let us make an old man skate video. We'd use that in the background. Oh shit! Yeah.
1: That was that would awesome. be awesome. So now we can jump into our beverage review segment. Yeah, and we found a new brewery in yeah. Milwaukee. What are we talking about here, Eric? This is Torzala Brewing. Uh, and, and again, yeah, like you said, this is Milwaukee. It's kind of a tough one to find. Uh, they, if you go to their Instagram, they have a really great... Um, uh understanding of of uh directions here and, and should to find the exact, location because it out. is it is like on like the third or fourth floor of a building so oh, like okay. you do have to definitely go and find it but um regardless uh they are coming out with some freaking phenomenal beers uh one of which really struck us because we had featured, featured an, episode. an episode on the history yeah. of
0: this area so we got the uh, Jones island polish pale ale
1: yeah a Ppa
0: whoa yeah we- i never even had a PPA but, yeah, well, it sounds like some kind of accountant degree you can get. Like, a oh, CPA. yeah, that's, like, true. that's what I was thinking when you said that. I was yeah,
1: like, oh, shit, it's professional as fuck. A CPA, the next level up would be a PPA, professional, yep, <laughs> instead of certified. Uh, prostate,
0: whoa, nice, yeah, okay. yeah, PPA yep, so it makes sense, but yeah, so this one, yeah, it's a uh. uh it's a PPA uh, Polish Pale Ale. It's 6.2% ABV, 34 IBUs. You know, it's pretty darn good. It's really cr- clear and crisp. And yeah. it's supposed to be like a version of the IPA. So the 6.2, yeah, you know, maybe you're not going to have 10 of these mad, mad dogs, but they're a good, they're a good nightcap. I was be just, just going to say,
1: and it, uh, with the IBUs being at 34, um, it, it, it does have that good bitterness that you, uh, that if you're a fan of IPAs or anything like that, Uh, with a little bit more of that hoppy bitterness, this is going to have a little bit. It's going to be actually on the lower side of of kind of like the IPA uh, scale, but uh, delicious nonetheless. Yeah, I think it has like a little
0: more flavor than an IPA. Exactly. Like that's what I'm thinking right off the bat. And, you know, it is a little lighter than some of the IPAs I've had because, I mean, I've had some like
1: pretty. 6.2 is kind of like the entry level. That's like the yeah for sure you're you've you've crossed you've crossed over the threshold you are over the door jam but you haven't really entered the full you know Halloween horrorscape that IPAs can be we've obviously seen uh shit that is just wicked wild up near like twelve percent and you're like holy there's there's
0: been times where like it's it's taken me a while to be able like sober up enough to drive home because we've had some mad dogs exactly
1: and and the thing that I appreciate about those beers. Uh, is that, uh, you know, somebody took their time to really make that thing happen. Yeah. yeah. And the, the one thing that it makes me even enjoy more is these ones, like Jones Island PPA. This one is definitely uh, a very enjoyable beverage. Uh, it definitely is uh, something that you could session, but you definitely want to be safe because it, it, it can sneak on you. And you know, really take over if you don't. Uh, if you don't, kind of pace yourself a bit. So we did
0: talk about Jones Island. I think I pronounced the way it's supposed. to be. I think it's the Kajubs or Kajubs. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I pronounced that wrong, and somebody yeah. corrected on me on that one time. And I was like, oh, but sure. they were super dude, I'm nice so about it.
1: I'm like not awesome. She was a super professional person. She too, was, her. she was, yep. which and is nice.
0: She was actually cool that we even featured it. To be honest, yep. it's kind of a lesser known Milwaukee history. So I thought it that is. was really cool. Yeah. Uh,
1: and and so for this uh, for this really cool brewery. Uh, to kind of pay homage to that uh because it is you know just part of Milwaukee's uh kind of history I, I love that um, Well, you're saying something too about the
0: Jones island there's like a little festival thing
1: yeah exactly so there that's you know coming up too so I would uh keep your eyes open for that I don't know if it at the time that this airs I don't know if it's already happened or not but anyway there's uh yeah like a Jones fest or something like that that's oh, actually, cool that's awesome um, it, yeah it kind of pays uh a little bit of Amish to uh the the whole idea that that place had existed at one point you know
0: Yeah exactly and and you're still getting the like the hoppiness from it as well obviously you're still getting the hop flavor I just don't know what it is or something different about it that's not quite the same with like the IPAs Yep you know and I I really love this beer man I'm I'm glad we went and checked them out and actually got something from them to try cuz I've actually never heard of them This exactly. is the first time this I've the ever first heard thing,
1: Yeah exactly I was on uh, Instagram, I think, and it, and it had popped up as uh, either something that somebody I know liked or, or uh, had become friends with or something. and so it made me click on it because you know anytime I see a like a brewery name, I always kind of click on the profile just to see if it is local. And when this one popped up and it was Milwaukee, I was like, holy shit, there's another one that I, I've never heard of. Yeah, which they are um, um, self-proclaimed as a, you know a, a micro uh, um, or nano. A nano brewery, and it, it's a uh, good product coming from really good people, knowledgeable about the the craft of brewing and and making beers. And um, uh, yeah, I I won't say that this is uh this is a beer that's far from making it you know huge because I think that they they have a great location.
0: Uh, I mean, you're in Milwaukee, yeah. You know, exactly. you're, like, you're already like uh, steps ahead and of people, many other little breweries. People
1: come here for the beer for like, sure. This is a brewery town. This is what people love to do. There's full tours of the city oh, yeah. that just will take you to different breweries. There's
0: bus tours crazy. and all kinds of crap. Like yeah. what is like the hop tour or Hop hophead The hop
1: hophead tour. Hop, hop head tu- yep, hophead tour and then uh, There was one that
0: was on a boat where you just go down the river and get yeah. trashed. That's uh, what I mean.
1: And so uh, a city that totally embraces its culture uh this is you couldn't land in a better spot. I think no, this is
0: no. and I we like supporting new kids on the block, man. We we're still the new kids on the block when it comes to podcasting, right. you know. So anything we can do to put it out there, you know, yeah, we get a few thousand there's, listens, but hell man, if a few thousand people come in there and buy a beer from these guys, like there's There's yeah.
1: Another delicious brewery. Uh, they're actually, they were established in 2021, uh, kind of a tough time to start too, right? Yeah. During COVID right right in the heart of the, the damn thing where, uh, where everybody was unsure of if, uh, life was even going to be possible. And then, you know, they were like, let's start up a thing. I love their logo. The, 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 um, the lightning bolt, you know, I'm into that. Yeah. I mean, as a a self-proclaimed deadhead, I absolutely love. And Um, I'm a
0: massive Metallica fan, dude. Ride the fucking lightning. Yeah. Hell yeah ho- homes home
1: but yeah they're on the uh, Milwaukee South side in the Lincoln warehouse so uh, go and check them out please uh, I- I'm absolutely um, I- I'm absolutely just elated to have have discovered this Yeah. Um, and and right now i kind of think it's like a best kept secret at this point and we're yeah. about to unleash it yeah i hope i hope to the five to the shit. five people that are listening still at this point i in hope you pack a
0: taste or maybe we'll be there one day and you'll see us there trashed yeah probably
1: there's a <laughs> yeah. chance yep. there's a chance go early cuz we're not late uh, late people anymore so you know, basically you know right when they open we're going to be there and we're going to be trashed 5 seconds later so we're lightweights
0: grab a seat gather around join us for a chat how many locos you at all right folks you know what that means it's time for the infamous how many locos you at the segment that drops people (laughs) listening from the show many times here we go (laughs) look look at this picture oh wow
1: He couldn't have found a steeper ditch to put that son of a bitch in. And
0: there's like a goddamn ghost in the picture, too. Like a rock.
1: <laughs> oh, lack like a rock. Just as drunk as you can be. Like a rock. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ashland Jail Administrator cited in 3 a.m. crash is our headline here. Um, 3
0: a.m. crash. Holy smokes.
1: Uh, wasn't that a good song by uh, Three Doors Down one time? 3 a.m.? 3 a.m. and yeah, I must be lonely here. Heaven, she says, maybe. Oh. I know it's raining outside, but it's cold in New I don't think that's how it goes, but I know I like, don't it. Think I so like either. it, man. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, Ashland County's jail administrator was issued two citations after he crashed his truck into a ditch at about 3 a.m., April 16th. And officers found a can of white claw at the scene. Holy smokes! No laws when you're
0: drinking claws, baby. Well,
1: uh, he's not right going to be. A, he's not going to be a law enforcement officer anymore after the claw. He won't be making any more laws. He got the freaking claw, bro. <laughs> uh, police were called to a crash uh, along Mountain Road in the Bayfield County town of Bell when the administrator, uh, who we will not name, you could look at. I mean, he's a goddamn administrator's name's so all over the place.
0: No, we won't. Okay, we we'll won't. leave it
1: out. So when the administrator actually phoned uh, the uh, emergency nine one one line to say his truck slid into the ditch and he was trying to get to his home about a mile away, so he called himself in here. So this guy, yeah, That's this a... g- keep that in mind because that is going to be that is going to be a big piece of evidence. I know it. Um, a Bayfield uh, County deputy then uh, arrived at the scene, uh, said in a report that the dude's pickup truck went off the road ran over a mailbox, <laughs> jumped oh, over shit. a driveway, yeah, man. and came to a stop in the ditch. So I'm telling you what, it didn't just slide into the ditch, bud. This was Duke's of You dude. Yeah, exactly. You just Bo and Luke Duked or whatever. <laughs> What's their names? I don't remember. Is it Bo and Luke Duke? I think it's, yeah, I think so. Okay. Or Duke was the county. Or no, Hazard County. Hazard County. I think, Jesus I th- Christ. Was I it remember, Bo and man. Luke Duke? I think so. What a dumb fucking name that is. It is. All right. Well, the crash was uh, so violent that airbags were deployed, so the fact that he called it in and said, yeah, it simply slid into the ditch, it's like, dude, you got two Caspers coming out of your dashboard that <laughs> <Dude>. say otherwise. <laughs> Fucking ghost. Ghost. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you what. Not a simple he slide. His
0: airbags are like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Dude, your airbag said fuck it. Yeah. That means you you definitely did. Oh, then she it. put
0: a freaking evidence can, too. He had a claw. What flavors that? Can you tell? Ooh. Is that grapefruit? What kind of claw are we talking here? It does appear it's, to be grapefruit. I think we got a grapefruit claw. Evolved. Okay. Okay. So we got some more evidence here. So let's let's get it. Yeah. Yeah. Ahead. Hey, write that down.
1: <laughs> I'm writing it down right, right now. Right next to the butthole fruit bowl, you <laughs> drew, drew, and then this. Chodzilla. Oh yeah! Wow. Chodzilla. Does that have
0: hands? It does.
1: All right. Uh, so somewhere near there, make sure to write grapefruit <laughs> white claw, and also. Um, uh, v- what was the other piece that I told you to remember that I already forgot?
0: That he hit a mailbox then jumped a the no. ditch or that he's a jail administrator or that.
1: That he slid into the ditch. Was that
0: it? He did. He did a slide for first. Yeah. Okay.
1: So maybe keep that down. in mind. We got it written down. Make sure that you write down that he jumped. called himself in. Ca- oh, yeah. Called himself he in. He called jumped himself the ditch. In. Airbags deployed. Okay. Got uh, it. I'm writing okay. down the evidence right now. Um, outside the truck, the deputy found a can of White Claw. Uh, it's a seltzer-like alcoholic beverage, uh, the report does state, just in case anybody didn't know what that was. Um,
0: Friends say you have a vagina when you drink them, which, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, they I still think they're good. They're tasty beverages. It's I don't like give a sprite. shit what anyone says. Yeah, I don't Tastes care. like a sprite. It's like, dude, it's like carbonated water. You can it's barely awesome. even taste the alcohol in it.
1: I like it. I don't know. Whatever. Um, each their own, right? So uh, the deputy obviously then suspected alcohol was a factor in this. I don't know what was his first sign here. Uh, probably the white claw maybe. But um, but uh, he, was, uh, he was, does it say he was never given never a sobriety a test? Never given a
0: sobriety test. Wow. Maybe they just assumed he was drunk. We'll find out. Let's, yeah. Let's keep going
1: here. So while the deputy was at the wreck, a man drove up and identified himself as uh, the father of the, uh, the, the uh, what is he, an administrator. So his father shows up, and uh, he said he had also phoned him and asked him to come and check on the truck. So he calls not only 911, but he also calls his own dad and did says, get hey, Want to come over here and take a look at this truck that I just did? Um, the deputy then phoned... Um, uh, the uh, individual yeah, he called he more called,
0: information.
1: Jesus Christ. This is getting kind of wild. Yeah, dude. so... This is getting kind of fucking um, crazy I guess he said he had been distracted by his phone when he crashed. So oh. now we've got another uh, excuse here. You know. yeah, so we, like, yeah, this is so nuts. the deputy then asked the, the driver, the administrator, I asked him if he would be willing to meet with me so uh, we could discuss what happened in person, and he said no, he wasn't willing. Yeah. So then I, uh, I asked him several more times if he would be willing to meet, uh, and he said no. The report goes on. I asked him uh, if he had been drinking, and he said no.
0: So he left the scene here. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay.
1: So the administrator uh, never met with the deputy uh, and was never uh, required to perform any of those field sobriety tests. Um, the the deputy who was actually uh, the the man on scene here that didn't do any of the right things, he never even went to the guy's home, and he just mailed him a speeding and inattentive driving citation.
0: Oh, so they let him off. He, I mean, his dad took him at home, and he like he just lied. Yeah. But they knew he was drinking because of the, the claws on the scene.
1: Yeah. So the administrator, the, the perpetrator guy here, who had been an Ashland County deputy, uh, was appointed as top administrator of the Ashland County Jail shortly after uh, the sheriff had took office and uh, it had fired then administrator. So the the previous administrator was fired. And put by this guy new in sheriff. office. Put this guy as the top administrator. Shit. Um, so I guess the uh, the previous uh, administrator has argued that the 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 sheriff had fired her and appointed this new guy in part because uh, the new guy is a relative,
0: which seems about right when it comes to that kind of could shit. be could seems be. a little greasy, a little sketch if yeah. you will.
1: Promote your family, yeah. Uh, get them get them in the higher offices there. We're going kinda... like fucking
0: Yellowstone now. Like this is my this family's is too much. top dog. My family's better than you. Like we're doing everything we can to save money. Yeah. we don't give a shit about. This is crazy. It.
1: Jeez. So uh, uh, I guess there was no return calls to ask about what happened to the administrator if he was going to lose his job or if he was in jail, uh, uh, if he w- remained the administrator, like anything. We this, don't.
0: This is fucking greasy. No, it's like it's just yeah. a like, greasy article. I mean, so, we know the guy was drunk, dude. He dukes a hazard, hit a mailbox, claws
1: on the scene,
0: well, slid into a ditch, and, three a.m.
1: And that's the thing is, I think when you start to think about. Uh, the fact that when he called in he said he slid into the ditch uh his dad picked him up saved him evidence, the kids evidence evidence says otherwise uh we see that your airbags are deployed i've never seen any airbag deploy in a slide in the ditch situation
0: we're talking some hard hitting action here
1: yeah at 100% i mean and and he it, it, they clearly know where he first went into the ditch they have the tire evidence that says so he goes over a mailbox, smashes the shit out of it. Then he hits a culvert <laughs> at the end of a driveway, jumps the fuck out of it, smashes on the other side. Fucking airbags say, "I'm out." And this guy, he calls his dad. Calls so we got
0: we got a daddy help me situation. Yeah,
1: like honestly, that's what I'm I'm feeling.
0: Okay, so this guy this guy just can't take any fucking thing for himself, dude. The guy was drunk. Eric
1: sucking back some you know uh, white claws and just. He got himself into a, a, a you know a shit Quite situation. Quite the pickle, man. Quite and the pickle. And then guess what? He gets out of it scot free because uh, he's this, this
0: one kind of makes me mad. It honestly. doesn't even
1: look like a road.
0: No, it looks like it's like a trench dug in World War
1: One, <laughs> man. It's and, fucking deep, and the thing next to it looks like a driveway. That's not even enough. That's not wide enough for cars to go down. So, so what do you? Um, oh man,
0: this one just kind of makes me angry. Like it, honestly, first more of all, than yes. anything, like.
1: Yeah, more so than anything. This definitely. This is our
0: first angry loco.
1: Yeah, I'm pissed. <laughs> I
0: am too, man. But I, I do, loco. I
1: do think I have an idea. I have a number that I guess I'm, I'm willing to settle on here. Yeah, I mean, um,
0: you know, it, I know people have had their dad help them in situations like this, but at the same time, like the evidence is clear. If he, he sh- if he would have picked up the fucking can, he probably could have got better. You know. Yeah. Like, there's no evidence at the scene. Right. Like, it could have been like, oh, it was a fucking accident. I slipped. You know, because there, right. there was snow on the road in April, and if especially they up north. I mean,
1: And if they didn't do any field sobriety tests to determine whether or not he was impaired, I mean, yeah, there's it's nothing there anymore. It's
0: fucking greasy, but at the same yeah. time, like, so, dude, pick up pick up your claw cans.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's pretty hard to do when it jumps out of your truck when you're dukes a hazarding uh, your neighbor's driveway.
0: And he got his ass kicked by airbags, dude. And then those oh, things are yeah. no joke, man. I've been punched in the face before. Yeah. And that, that airbag was worse than a punch in the fucking face. Tough.
1: It, hurt. It, it hits. Dude, it comes out of there fast. It,
0: it, like, I was like, I've never seen stars in my life, and I've been punched in the head. Like, I saw stars.
1: Yeah. Like, I was like, woo. Jesus. And not the kind you wanted to see. No. The I worst was, one was Rocky Balboa. And, did
0: you know the ones in the freaking uh, driver's side door are the worst? They really They punch blew you. my drum. Like dude, my eardrum was bleeding after I got hit.
1: It blew the side of your fucking dome off. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> fucking half my face is gone. You guys can't yeah. see me, so you don't know.
1: You got one sideburn <laughs> now left over.
0: That's why my fucking stash is so patchy <laughs> in the cheeks because of that thing, dude.
1: It rocked it rocked your genetics.
0: <laughs> yeah, it rocked <laughs> it fucking took my chromosomes yeah. out, dude.
1: Dude, it fucking punched your mustache out of your body and said, Nope, you can't have one no more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Chevy.
0: Yeah, oh. I mean, it saved my life, to be honest. I did roll about four times. Yeah, well. So it saved my life. So I'm happy about that, but God damn, did I take a sucker punch for yeah, my car, man. no,
1: that's that's for real. So yeah, uh, I think I know where I want to be on this guy. Uh, you do? Okay. What number anyway.
0: Fuck, I'm kind of up in the air right now, but I do have a number.
1: Okay, on um, uh, on three. So one, two, three, 12. Sixteen. Sixteen.
0: Okay, I was going a little higher. Maybe we'll go fourteen. Yeah, we can meet in the middle. I think fourteen is a fair number. I was kind of a, yeah. all over the place. That's kind of lower at first. Um, I, I thought know, so I, too. I've dealt with these rich kids like that, where dad will come and save you. You know, it sounds like he is a rich kid or his family's not, well known in the area. I was just
1: gonna say, so either he's uh, a little bit of a rich kid or he's now entitled because of his position. You know, he's yeah, for sure, top administrator. So that,
0: that he got given to him by somebody that right. he knows. You know, which doesn't make you. That badass, in my opinion. No,
1: it makes you a a real ass.
0: Yeah, for sure. An and you can tell bad, and you can tell like they're probably putting this out. This is probably one of those articles where it's like, come on, are you guys going to fucking do something about this? You exactly. know what I mean? Well, that's like, the only reason on.
1: why this media is here is because we're. I, I think somebody was like. I mean, the evidence sick is of fu- shit.
0: The evidence is fucking clear.
1: I mean, somebody the wrong person got got <laughs> word of it and said, you know what, this is shady as shit, and we need to figure out what's for, going on for
0: here. sure. But yeah, I think fourteen loco is uh, appropriate. This is the first angry local, Eric. Do you want to sound yeah. the gavel on this, Dick? I do. Law and
1: order. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If
0: you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer.
1: And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages.
0: Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, watch
1: Watch out for deer on your way home.